Hi, and welcome to the expansive podcast, uh, the podcast that we do once a week and that we've also turned into a TV show online. Uh, John, yeah, I'm upgrading it, taking it from a video series. <laughs> TV show, TV radio show, <laughs> podcast, virtual, can't keep up with all the flipping options that are going on in the world here. So... Great, great to be here. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Uh, I'm still uh, sharing everything while I'm trying to speak to you guys live. So what's up? And excited to be here. Uh, it's really hot here in Cape Town and it's really cold there in Johannesburg. Uh, Eric and I have been catching up. Uh, April is always a, a sort of a mini December, even though we're both very busy. Eric, uh, any highlights? In fact, uh, tell us a little bit about your book yeah. that you are nearly getting out. It's looking wonderful yeah, and beautiful. Isn't it? Um, First off, it's just quite funny because we gave ourselves 30 seconds with this new little intro and the idea was that we'll have enough time to share everything. Still wasn't enough time. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, it's been, it's been really good. Um, March has been, I've actually loved March because I had the opportunity to do everything that I do for a living, speak, write, facilitate, like you name it. So that was really good. Um, and the book is coming along fantastically to be honest you know for a long time it was kind of stagnating and I was just you know writing a book is a we've said many times everyone should go through the process of writing a book at some point in their lives because firstly it, it allows you to really understand a topic deeply but also it's just like it's such a process right to take what you know and to really dive deep into it and to convert it into a way of communicating with other people and what dangerous you know the book is called how to be dangerous what it was compared to what it is today is vastly different and i mean i was telling you a bit about it and you were like you know you were one of the first guys i told about the idea and even now like you think it's like it's quite different from what it used to be so yeah it's going well um probably july or august publishing date what's been plotting on your so there's a great saying that says uh if you think you learn a lot from reading a book try writing mm. one <clears throat> which I think is a lovely quote. And also, look, I've written four. I know you start off with X, you end up with W. Yeah. And it's just a totally different outcome because you're learning across the way, you're researching, you're learning new things. It's really just about committing to that container. Mm. And in that container, things start to happen. And I think even this podcast, you know what I mean? We we created the container. And now every week we're thinking about what we're speaking about, what we want to share. And then if we're doing other media things, what else can you share out there? So look, it's just about committing mm. and then working through to achieve that commitment. Mm. You obviously, not obviously, but you most probably don't know what it's going to look like anyway, but you want to give it a bash. So yeah, it's been great. You know, I think I think uh, writing a book definitely gets you to evolve. Mm. I always say it's a quite a selfish process because I upgrade my thinking. Yeah, for sure. More than anything else, I learn so much more. Mm. And there's a good chance that you end up writing yeah. about the things that that are challenging to you. You know, when I came across the idea of being dangerous, I recognized in myself that I was being harmless and I wanted to be more dangerous. And so I had to go figure out what does it mean to be more dangerous. So that's been a big yes. part of the journey. And yeah, it's, it's amazing to be on. Mm. Tell us about you. What's been happening? Uh, yeah, very busy, uh, zooming in and out of boardrooms, conferences. Wait, wait, wait. you also had your first uh, live session, didn't you? Oh, no, it was still in the studio. What do you mean? You flew in. Oh, yeah, with Vodacom. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I've got another one with Sunlum, but it's a hybrid. There were some people in the audience, but mostly online. Okay. 
I think with Sunlum, there's more people in the audience. They've got more people. So slowly but surely, you know, those are the starting to happen. Mm. I'm really excited. Um, it was really awesome being there, greeting people, saying hi. It was like such a vibe, you know, instead of just being here in our shorts and slip slops, mm. uh, wearing a nice golf shirt on top. So, yeah, it was really great. You know, I loved it. And uh, I'm looking forward to more. And I imagine right after April, we'll have a surge again of... Um, having events and people wanting to get ready for the rest of the mm. year, you know. So, mm. yeah, it's exciting. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm doing a lot of work. I'm very busy. I'm putting a lot of content out. I'm working with a lot of different service providers and uh, just trying to put as much quality content out there as possible, creating leads, having engagements with speaking agencies around the world, other corporates around the world, and also really, you know, clear on the fact that our industry has changing. And in this change, how do you reinvent yourself and add value in different ways? Mm, you know? So, mm. yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of that stuff on the go. And uh, it just feels like I've always got a new project on the go. And I haven't even finished the old projects. So I hire somebody new. So, you know, as I make money, I'm just like spending it, trying to just make it a more robust expression of my products and services. Mm. So, loving it, though. Having a great time. Cool. So today's session is all about um, a bit of a retreat that you went on. And we'll use that as a... a Yes. Sort of a reflection for something bigger. But uh, like, tell us about it. So you went away for the weekend. What was the weekend about? What was happening? Over to you. So look, I, I've just returned. I've just returned from a, a men's retreat called A Call to Adventure, uh, run by three guys, Roger, Falker, and Paul. And uh, these three gentlemen are in themselves a... Uh, uh, sort of really invested in their self-development and also on their own journey of discovering their own masculine or sacred masculine, as it's called. But before I tell you more about the retreat, which was fascinating, and I think that's something that everybody should do, um, let me talk about the fact that it's all part and parcel of my idea of reinvention. Mm. And, you know, uh, we all did the process of choosing your word for the year and mine was reinvention. And so since that's begun, I have tried to tackle in as many different ways, reinventing as many different aspects of my life. And so I got a world champion memory uh, sort of a grandmaster to help me. And what I do is I commit to six sessions with all coaches, with all processors. So I did six sessions with them. Tomorrow is my last session with them. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Such a fantastic way to think about timelines, filtering your world in a different way. And we can talk more about his skill sets uh, on another podcast, but really learned a lot from filtering timelines, which is such a unique perspective. I also obviously got an Ironman training uh, coach and I've just hired a swimming coach because my swimming is dismal <laughs> and I'm actually scared of swimming uh, two kilometers in the ocean when I do the Ironman or three kilometers, whatever it is. And so I've now signed up to that and I've got the Ironman coaching and I've kitted myself out even more on my bicycle and my kit is looking sharp. So I'm cycling all the time, running all the time and trying to swim, not drown uh, as often as I can. I then started to think about, look, what else could I do? And I started to tap into something called family constellations. Do you know about it? Um, you've briefly told me about it before, um, but you can reiterate yeah. it. So family constellations is this incredible modality that helps you understand the dynamics inside your family. It could be used for friendships and organizational leadership, but this is really focused on family. And so what you have is about six to 10 people in a room sitting on chairs and you have a facilitator and then you have the person being constellated 
and you go and sit there and you explain to the facilitator what it is that you want to work through within your family. You've got low self-esteem or your dad used to tell you you're ugly or I don't know, whatever, whatever it is. And then what happens is you go through the room and you ask people to come and stand in the middle and you ask each specific person, can you be my dad? Can you be my mom? Can you be me? Can you be? And so they position the family in the middle and then people, you give it two, three minutes and then people start taking on the personas, the personalities, the issues that these people in your family have in the most incredibly distinct and, and, and unreal ways. For example, one of the guys that was at the family constellation on the weekend, he, 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 he was lonely when he was a child. His dad had been at war. So there was a, there was a lot going on there that he, he felt he'd been abandoned. And he was playing, the guy he chose to play him was playing in the sand in the middle of this room that we were, we were in. It was, a, it was an outdoor room, so there was sand. And he started, this little kid was a four-year-old version of him and started playing space bases and started building space bases and explaining that he's building these space bases. And the guy started crying. And, and, and afterwards, he explained that when he was a kid in four years old, he was building space space uh, space bases in the sand pit behind his house all by himself for hours on end. And so the specificity of those things are really amazing. So when you do see your life and your, your, your family from an objective point of view, you really have incredible insights, most probably a lot of sobbing and just a lot of release. Mm. So I've been doing that quite a lot as well. I've done two sessions already about my ancestors and lineage and also about my relationship with my family. So that's been really phenomenal and just shifting the energy around ancestor and lineage work and just just making yourself more seamless and more empathetic to your family members and releasing some cycles. Mm. And in the same breath, I then decided that it was time to do something a bit more radical. And I'm not scared of radical when it comes to the sort of uh, self-development process. I've done extensive ayahuasca and San Pedro and mushroom ceremonies and all of those, but I decided to do a men's retreat. And I've been looking and seeking for a men's retreat to, to connect with my sacred masculine, as they call it. And it was a phenomenal four days, you know, um, a lot, a lot of growth and a lot of self-reflection. And so it was a very interesting process. You know, the first day, it's four days, right? And they do the hero's journey with you. Mm. And the hero's journey is based on the king, the inner child, the wise man, the dragon or pacifying the dragon and then back to king. So the first thing is that you're born pure, a genius. And then what starts to happen is you go through life and you start picking up bad habits, you get mistreated, you feel abandoned, you feel overwhelmed, you feel lonely, whatever the case may be. And this child then now starts to become the way you start seeing the world. And in the space of the child that's hurt, starts seeing the world, you have to go through a process of pain. And in the process of pain, you start to meet a wise man. Think uh, Yoda uh, when it comes to Star Wars. Or if you think of Mr. Miyagi when it comes to the Karate Kid. Gandalf. You think of all these mm -hmm. wise men that come in, Gandalf, mm -hmm. yeah. They, they all, they come in and they help this little boy really start to pacify his or her dragon. So trying to understand that the trauma is not you, your thoughts are not you, your emotions are not you. They're just learned behavior based on trauma to protect yourself when you were younger. And as you pacify the dragon, you then come back into your kinghood. And so the whole process is like, you were born pure. What did you pick up as a child that is hurting you, that is making you less of a man? And how can you get 
better at healing that aspect of you so you can become a man again. So we had full days of workshops, questionnaires, uh, more family constellation, and it was amazing. On the Sunday, which was pacifying the dragon, we left the camp, which was in the Cedarburg, and alone, we were supposed to be alone, not supposed to be, we were alone from 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. with just water and a few snacks and just by yourself out in the desert. And it was hot, man. It was like 30s, in the 30s somewhere. And so I have never spent that much time on my own without a cell phone, with no entertainment. So we got staffs, you know, like these very big sticks at the beginning. So I spent the whole Sunday decorating mine, carving it. I took a knife and I sat in nature just spending time with myself, having, having gone through three days of that workshop and really starting to figure out what it is that's holding me back. And uh, it was just a fantastic, fantastic experience. And I imagine that any woman that are listening to this, they are hoping that as many men as possible go onto this because I think women are just sick and tired of childhood behavior mm. for men. And unfortunately, society has been built up to be okay with and accepting many of those characteristics that really aren't acceptable anymore. But the truth is men that fall into the trap of aggression or depression or anxiety or sulking or whatever, whatever those are. Those are just signs that we are being triggered into our childhood behaviors and there's ways to heal them, ways to disengage from them. And so, yeah, it's, uh, we are in March. Oh, actually, no, we're in, no, we are about to go into April and I've had a jam packed reinvention process. And so I'm going to take the next couple of weeks and just integrate and think about what's, uh, what's happened. Listen, dude, that, that's amazing. And, and I love that, um, you are always so active in live, living into your word for the year. And, you know, that's yes. ultimately, that's the point of, of doing it in the first place. Like there's no point in creating the word and then forgetting about it. Like you have to bring it to your yes. awareness over and over again. You have to find activities that are outside of what you usually do to go and explore this word. Because yes. um, it provides you with a yes. lens or a filter to, to go and seek out things to do, coaches to, to, to work with, experiences to go and find. Um, so I always love that about you, that you are very active in pursuing that word. Um, it's quite interesting that, you know, the whole idea around how to be dangerous has quite a big tie into the hero's journey as well, in that every hero, yes. when they have to overcome the threat, has to become a threat to the threat. They have to become a danger to the yes. danger. So it's, it's quite nice to see this little tie-in. Um, what has been, like, what was, like, a yep. big takeaway for you from the weekend, though? Like, what is something that you are going to be doing differently moving forward? Is there something like that that emerged? You know, one of the things I learned, which I loved so much, is could you speak about your life from three years' time? So if I had to bump into you and say, hey, Eric, how are you doing? You won't believe what happened. Mm. You know, since I went on that men's retreat, this, 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 and this happened. Mm. And so I've been talking about my life from three years' time and how it's looked behind me. And it's just been the most phenomenal thing to, to practice. Mm. So that's one of the tools that I've taken away from that. The second thing that I take away is I've realized that I'm still very much entangled as a single mom son with my relationship with my mom and how that's almost held me back in many of my tries into um, intimate relationships. And so 
I didn't realize that it was still so sort of enmeshed with my mom. And so that was one of the things that came out of Family Constellations. And so really coming out of that, hopefully breaking those ties and redefining that relationship to a mother-son relationship rather than a single mom firstborn, which has got its own dynamics in it, you know? Mm. So there were lots of aha moments, lots of tears, lots of sobbing from all the guys, which was so beautiful, to be honest just to release all these things that you often don't even know you're carrying. Now, How many were you? What's also happening, Eric, I mean, Sorry, uh, six men, three facilitators. So what, what's happened is that I'm actually having a, Skype, a Zoom with them tomorrow morning. They've asked me to join them um, in the process. And I brought your name up as well. I said, look, I think this should be a leadership process, is that we should do men's retreats and women's retreats where we are able to share brotherhood and sisterhood on a deep, deep level. And so what makes us better leaders is makes makes better companies. Mm. And if we're able to take these four-day retreats and bring in somebody like an Eric, bring somebody like me and use what your system is right now, what we can do is give a much more holistic approach to actually leading better in the future. So yes, do we want to access the sacred masculine? Absolutely. Do we want a sacred and more mature feminine? Absolutely. But how do we swing it into just leadership, you know, and I feel much calmer, much lighter having dealt with all those things mm. that I had to deal with. And just 12 hours out in the desert by yourself carving a piece of wood already is like, wow, mm. when do you ever do that? And when do you even have that space to think, you know? Mm. So, uh, yeah, very yeah. interesting, man. Two, I love this. Two things. Um, and I'll, I'll look it backwards. So just starting with the experience, I think there's, I was just reading a bit more about leadership development um, the other day and you know, very often leadership development practices fail uh, or leadership development programs fail. And part of the reason why it fails is because it's not experiential enough. Like we're sitting in a boardroom, we're teaching people things, but there's no transformation that happens for the person. And so a, a big part of leadership development moving forward is going to be to really create an experience around the development that you want to see happen. So I think things like retreats and, and breakaways will probably become more and more popular. And I know some of the sort of bigger leadership development organizations have been doing that, where they would take a group of leaders and they would take them to like ring the, the um, bell at the stock market in New York. And then they would take them to like the poorest parts of India. And they're trying to like really immerse them in the environment in which they are selling into, for example. So I think that's going to become a bigger and bigger part of it. And, I mean, if you think about it, that's what um, Masterclass and what Think Week is about as well, is that we are creating an experience for you to go through where the entire week is building on each other. It's not just a keynote and you're done. Like there's an immersion that's happening. So that's the one thing that I want to say. The second thing is that, um, and this is just more specifically related to the retreat. You know, when I was building Betterman, um, and for those of you who don't know, like I, before I came into speaking and, and coaching all that. I was running a community called Better Man. We were about 18,000 men in a Facebook group, 18,000 emails that I was sending out to men. So I've always had a, a soft spot for that kind of work. But Better Man restricted me. Like I couldn't break free from the box to enter the corporate world. And I've actually like, I've been thinking about it a bit recently. Like now that I've established myself in the corporate world, is there a space for me to go back into it? Because I still have the community. Like all those things are still there. They're just dormant. Um, but what I wanted to say is that the number one thing I saw in my time running Better Man was that men, and I mean, I'm just speaking specifically about men because that's what I was sitting with, were looking for community. And it, like, it's, it's 
like it just doesn't really exist to be honest like like if you look for a group of men that are all um focused on becoming the best versions of themselves it's really difficult to find those groups um so you know if you come across something like look, this I think, I think that's it's incredible and important hunt yeah. as well look i th- i i also i also think that erica i'm I not think i'm going to put together a crew of like six or seven people that are close to me and i want us to all go together mm. and you one of them mm. is like really bring my close mates together and and go through that experience together because it just even with the guys i had no i i, I mean i knew one or two of them but not well mm. we are so tight and we shared so much and it was just so beautiful that you know you that connection just deepens mm-hmm. that friendship and brotherhood just deepens and i think it's important that we do stuff like that and unfortunately when men do get together it's either sports or alcohol or you know some crap that doesn't actually even go to the root of what the issues are but actually numbs them and takes your focus away from mm-hmm. them And so, you know, there's there's a lot to be said for spending quality time workshopping stuff that is holding us back. Mm. And so, I if you want to hear more about this men's retreat, please reach out to me on social media. Uh soon we'll be adding it to a tab on my website around leadership. And uh I definitely think that Eric you need to get involved as well with your experience with Better Man and once I've chatted to the guys tomorrow then we can actually expand and see what else we can do with them and I think we should have these retreats all around the world to be honest mm. to to help men move into their sacred masculine will just be better for everybody mm. to be honest I mean it's just it is what it is Listen brother thank you for sharing your your journey and your experience with us it's always great to to learn from you and to Yeah, I'm just again like well done for committing to the process of self development. Like it's it's really like if you're doing it well, it's really ever an easy process to go through because you have to deal with stuff, you know. Oh, no. So oh, it's, no, it's, not, it's not easy at all, dude. No, it's not easy. That's so like, it's not it's not just right. reading a book and like uh, you know gleaning one or two insights. It's like it's deep work yeah. that needs to happen. So I commend you for that and thank you for sharing your your experience. Thank you. Uh, to everyone tuning in, thank you. This was a bit of a different episode, I think, from what we usually do, but I really hope that everyone enjoyed it and that you also found value in it, that it made you think a bit about um, your own development and how you are interacting with your word for the year. Um, our new website is pretty much up and running. Like, there's just one or two more things that need to happen, and then it'll be perfect the way it is. Finally, so please go and check out the expansive for now, the expansive dot com. Uh, if you love this, uh, leave a rating on iTunes, and of course, you can always listen to this on Spotify or iTunes. Uh, we are doing it live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. South African Standard Time. If you want to catch us live, otherwise, grab the podcast. Um, John, you have a big fan here, and I'll we'll just pull that on the screen as well. So, what's up, Russia? That's fine. How's it? How's it? How are you? So, thank you very, thank you very much. much. I appreciate it. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks. Goodbye, everyone. Cool, man. Thanks, guys. Bye. Ciao. Bye-bye.